0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings and welcome back to the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the market. It has become the 21st day of January 2020. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me, staring (laughs) off into space right now, looking at the emails, relaxing, biding his time. He's going to let loose any little nap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he's not going to let loose so much. He's going to wake up any second now and he'll he'll be ready to go. Uh, He is a great local conservative individual and I'm a bad liberal and so we often argue but we would like to get you in the fray we got open phones today so you can uh, talk to us uninterrupted for 3 minutes if you would like to to get your points across and we and we give everybody an open mic here so we can discuss important topics of the day Mr. Joe, did you know that On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company? I had no idea. Tell me more about them, would you please? Ever since the show went on the air back in, what, 2007? 2007, Yeah, 2007, we started this uh, diatribe. Uh, Twelve years we've been at this. We've been welcoming them (laughs) as the sponsor, and that's the Sunbury Motor Company. Bless them for their patience and their forbearance. (laughs) They put up with us. Right, they could have cut us off years ago but have declined to do so. Uh, They are a family-owned dealership since 1950. 15, 4th Street, Sunbury Routes, 11 and 15 Hummels. War. Find out more about them at sunburymotors.com. I invite you to do what I have done, and that's uh, go there, build my next Ford Ranger pickup truck to my precise specifications. In case you don't know what that is, that's the full six-foot bed, double cab with four doors. Lots uh, of accoutrements. Power you must rear have window. Your accoutrements. Sunroof, uh, electronic eyes that prevent me from crashing into things. They're, They're accoutrements, right? Yes, those are, are accoutrements, Accessories, options, these kind of things. I bet and, there are options too. Everybody's very affordable uh, with that last edition of the nicer running boards. I'm now above $30,000, but you're getting the idea. This is still an affordable truck, and that's what you can do with the Sunbury Motor Company. You can build a Ford, Hyundai, Kia, or Lincoln to your precise specifications, and it will still stay affordable. So they invite you to visit their, their premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks, but uh, their specialty is selling, selling, selling. Sellin', so keeping things going. And uh, they would just love to help you out at the Sunbury Motor Company. So please avail yourself of our sponsors and uh, check it out at the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check it out in advance at sunburymotors.com. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Our toll free line is now open. Call us now. No matter what your political viewpoints, your political party, no matter what uh, your your stance on these issues, call the toll free line now and tell us uh, your viewpoint. One eight. 107959565 the telephone number It's 1-800-795-WDKOK, but we just want you to memorize the whole thing. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. Joe, my good co-host, where's a a good place to go
2: Well, we have uh, emails from two of our usual uh, emailers. Uh, One is an occasional caller. The other is not. We'll start with Tom, who is the occasional caller. He says, on yesterday's show, a caller rightfully displayed his displeasure at the favorite of your pet callers. Actually, Tom, it was an email that we got. In this instance, it was Dan who was permitted to ramble on long after three minutes with not one interruption on yet another of his totally worthless diatribes on his sweetheart Donnie. After that, callers complained you stated you didn't totally agree with Dan. If only us on the other side of the issue would get the same courtesy. Is it any wonder you get very few calls from Democrats? No, it's not! If this is the results you desire, keep doing the same thing and that's that's the result you will get. In my experience on the show, I'm constantly interrupted. When I keep going, my sound is turned off. You guys can make all the excuses you want, but this is clearly what is happening. People aren't stupid. You're only fooling yourself. As usual, the worthless excuses will flow. Wow, he's right. Well, Apologies he, there. He doesn't want to hear anything.
1: Well, no, <laughs> he's, he's absolutely right. And I think... About what? The, uh, the fact that you interrupt Democrats frequently, and I don't generally interrupt conservatives when they... Say something wrong, like I would let. I always let Dan and some other conservatives well, go, here's, go, go here's without interruption. But you do, and it's your right to do so. That's the way you the show. You take is set on
2: up. you take on conservatives, and I take on liberals. That's right. what
1: we do on this program. Right, and you're an interrupter, and I'm not. So that's that. He, he's well, absolutely will, right. That that we always the way try it to goes. let people
2: make their point, but when someone starts attacking, you, you won't even let me make my point without interrupting. I will sit here mute while you make your point. <laughs>
1: And would you raise your hand when you're done making your point? Oh, I, I think I've, I've fr- fragmentally I've been able to get most of it out. Just that you are the person who responds to liberal callers, and you are an interrupter. That's your nature, and the show permits that. I am not an interrupter. I listen and respond, but and you, that's my thing. But I didn't respond to Dan yesterday because I hadn't heard anything new. Uh, I know that he's uh, what do they call old and in the way, and they're, old and in the way. Right. There's no way to <laughs> dissuade him. From any of this, so I did what our show promises to do: give you an open mic, and then we said goodbye. If we wanted to challenge Dan, we could probably challenge him on but every I have, sentence.
2: I have challenged him on things in the past because sure. Dan states some things as absolute fact that I
1: don't believe are absolute fact, it, You know, like uh, Trump is God inspired and, <laughs> and placed on the earth as our new Messiah, well, God's anointed one, or something. I, I don't buy that.
2: But you know, if if you can't call in and have a discussion with somebody. Then what's the point of the program, you know? And I, if I usually when I interrupt somebody, it's to ask them a question. You will admit that, won't you? Mm, sometimes, yeah, I guess. Sometimes, most of the time. A question, uh,
1: I, something I, about I asking
2: for an amplification of where they stand. For example, let's take, let's take our good friend uh, who who doesn't like the bar association, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Dale calls in, and I'll ask Dale questions. If I don't understand where he's coming from. Paul sometimes calls in, and I have no idea where he's coming from, so I'll ask him a question to try (laughs) and identify it. What on earth are you trying to say? I like to think that, you know, if I'm asking a question, it's a question other people in the audience might have as well.
1: But we will note, uh, Tom is right here. We do interrupt maybe too frequently for individuals, so this is a valid criticism, so that's our worthless excuse, is that we're guilty. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you, Tom. We appreciate the email. Good good way to start the day.
2: And and yes, and, and I don't have control over this, but since you're coming down on me, I'll come down on you. Please. You're the one who puts people on hold when you want to make a point. I don't have access oh, to that. Oh, no, I don't do it just oh, for yes, me. I do it for
1: you, too. I have to practically wave my hand at you, oh, to, you <laughs> do not. to get you to do it for me. If somebody calls, oh, and the three minutes, we should probably tell Tom that three minutes is just... Uh, a rule that Joe and I put in effect for somebody when there's someone waiting. But if there's no one waiting, there's really no time limit. I mean, f- certainly four or five minutes should be plenty for most callers. But,
2: and if Tom um, would like to call in, we'd be happy to give him. We have no other
1: callers <laughs> right now. would be happy to give him more than three minutes. Well, we'll give him two minutes, and we'll interrupt <laughs> him frequently, and we'll put him on hold so that we can hear him. Well, I mean, what is the point of
2: having a discussion if you can't talk to people? I think that's Tom's point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you but isn't it two ways? in other words, if he says something like, "I think Donald Trump is um what uh, the, uh, the antichrist
1: okay you Which know is, should should that that's remain, a little bit closer to reality that should are, is that easy statement to
2: remain unchallenged? In other words, if he calls in and not says, by me. <laughs> I think the president of the United States is guilty of the crimes he's charged with. I think he should be impeached. I'm glad he was impeached. I think he should be in convicted. I think he should be removed from office. It's not really now. A those, are standard, those are standard. Those are standard comments about uh, something of the day. But if you call in and start attacking somebody, and, and we have this tendency in this program, um, you know, what did he call Dan's thing, a useless diatribe or whatever. No, oh, I'm sorry. That's an attack on, on Dan's position. Mm-hmm. You know, and Dan's entitled to that position, just as you and I are entitled to ours, and as Tom is entitled to his.
1: He's tough as nails. He can
2: take it. Well, we all can take it. I don't mind. I've been called lots of things. My favorite was the day some guy called in and said, is Joe really a jerk, or does he just play one on the radio? <laughs>
1: well, and who was it that said, Joe, I like your views, and Mark is not worthless. Worth- yeah, they said you Is were that worthless. what it was, worthless. Yeah, worthless? Mark's worthless, but I'll tell you, Joe does a super job. Uh, Dale, thanks for responding to our remarks. You are on the mark.
3: I just can't believe people are ranting because they can't rant. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Well,
1: but, he's not uh, saying he can't rant. He says he gets interrupted, which I think yeah, is well, a true observation. I mean, which you just did a don't deal. I
3: like, yeah. like hearing his rant. That's what it is. Okay. But mm-hmm. uh, Trump's over there bragging over there about how great the economy is. And I think all the
4: world leaders know that. You know, our government
3: just hired half of the population. So, like, I, I don't, I don't know if saying that to trick the American people or because they're not buying his lies, They know he just hired half of the American population. So, I mean, he can brag about the economy <clears> here, <throat> it just don't make sense. But, uh, yeah, I, I think he needs to get out of there. I mean, it's becoming scary because these Republicans are backing him up and you know, when you hire that many people on, on the government payroll, it is a communist country. I mean, it, Republicans are communists and, and Democrats or, or socialists. I mean, we need a third party. I think. I mean, everybody, even all the democratic, every democratic uh, candidate is not talking about you know homegrown jobs and manufacturing. They're all talking about spending. I mean, it's the Democrats are all trash. Every one of them. I don't know. I. It's just. It's
2: just <laughs> you sound like you party. do know. <laughs> well, you at least sound like you have a pretty strong opinion.
3: Yeah, but I I think it's time for a third party, don't you think? I mean,
2: it, it, what would the third party be? Just out—I don't mean to interrupt, but what would the third party be? Out of <laughs> just out of out of curiosity, now someone gonna... who uh,
3: who wants to make government a nice size but sustainable. I mean, both of them are all talking about spending someone else's money, and you know, we all know when you put a dollar in the government, you're getting ten cents
4: of your value. So.
2: Well, we, we've had the Whig Party. We've had the Know-Nothings, the Bull Moose. You know, yeah, what would you suggest? What, which I, of those, any of those parties appeal to you?
3: Well, corporations now, that all these billionaires got all this money. Don't you think they're going to invest heavily in this election now because they got money to throw away? But, I mean, you know, people who, you know, who actually think should have their vote count its just like throwing money in a fire. I mean, basically... It, it, it's. I don't know. I, I. It doesn't matter. I mean, everybody has to do their own thing. But it's just, it, It's pathetic. I mean, either he should just be dictator or just make a third party. I mean, that's that's the vote. Either vote for him being dictator or vote for him as a third party. I think that's that's the way it should be. I think.
2: Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Thank you so Thank much, you, Dale. Dale.
1: Appreciate the call.
2: One of our texters <laughs> says, welcome to America. If we're not happy with what we hear, we complain. Now, get your popcorn and get ready for the Republican comedy show sham. <laughs> and we've already had the Democratic but comedy does, show sham. Now we're going to have the Republican comedy mean, show sham. Oh, no, I thought he meant on the mark. No, I think he's talking about impeachment. Oh, I That see. would be my guess. <laughs> that sham. Right. The other sham. And then one of our other uh, texters who um,
1: oh my gosh this is does not one. call in at least not Why that we're take aware a of. Break and they All right, read that. take That's, that's three hundred some words. All right, we're going to take a quickie break, but we do have an email. I see the word Bonhoeffer in there. There's a word you don't see every day on are the market. About Reverend Bonhoeffer in Germany. In I World figured <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty much the only one. One eight hundred. 795 named Bonhoeffer. <laughs> not so much on this show. Okay. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. That's one eight hundred. Seven nine five nine five six five. One of our good listeners aptly pointed out that uh, we interrupt uh, conservatives and uh, allow no, we uh, we allow uh, conservatives to go uninterrupted and liberals get uh, get uh, interrupted all the time. So uh, we'll talk about that. We have open phones; we can talk about what would make this the perfect radio show. I'd love to hear from you. So call us now one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You could email us at on themarketwkok dot com.
5: Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, Neil Kulong on the Super Bowl today. 3 to 5 News Radio, 1070 WKOK.
1: Welcome back to the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. All right. We have a lengthy email. It's about 302 words. Uh, But
2: it reads fast. It says today the Democrats will put Donald Trump on trial for what the GAO has determined is a crime. And Republicans will do everything possible to make sure he is in no way held accountable for his illegal actions because you will recall they are the law and order party. The Bonhoeffer Society, an organization dedicated to preserving the ideals of Christian, the Christian pastor and noted anti-Nazi Nazi dissenter Dietrich Bonhoeffer, has issued a statement calling for the end of Trump's presidency. In their powerful statement they write we believe all persons of faith and conscience should prayerfully consider whether our democracy can endure a second term under the presidency of Donald Trump One of the greatest lessons learned from the history of Christian churches during Germany's Third Reich is that crucial it is crucial to respond to threats to human life integrity and community when they first appear and to continue to challenge them Meanwhile the New York Times has posted an article called Trump's Evil is contagious it says quote, The facts are not in dispute. Trump tried to force a struggling democracy into doing his political dirty work for him. He tried to squeeze a foreign power into meddling in our election. What is very much in doubt is whether enough good people will do something, unquote. Good points raised by both. Will your conservative Christian listeners, who are so Christ-focused when it comes to issues like abortion, turn their back on Christian values and continue to embrace a man who is the definition of their antithesis? Will they be like the good Germans in World War II who turned a blind eye to obvious abuses of power? Whom whom, uh, Whom will they choose to serve, Jesus or Trump? Here are the pieces, and he sends us a link to the two different articles. Three. 3 I I'm think. sorry. I thought it was two. New York Times and the Bonhoeffer Society.
1: And uh, the GAO report. Oh, GAO yeah. report. Okay. So Which the GAO, I understand they did say the president committed a crime, but are they really a prosecuting Well, agency? I mean, Bill Clinton committed a crime.
2: Lying under oath is a crime, but okay. that doesn't mean it's impeachable.
1: Okay, I got you. Okay, well, in any event, uh, the GAO says that, but other agencies haven't said anything about other crimes. So, but in any event, yeah, the the heart of the matter. Well, if you are a, a a deep, you know, really avid Christian, you have to cringe every time you hear the name Trump. There's just no doubt about it. I mean, I understand a lot of people set their faith aside and follow politics and follow the president. That is perfectly okay. I mean if you 're looking to any president any president ever for strengthening your faith or upholding your faith ideals you 're never going to do it i mean if if you think abortion is a really critical issue, then you will not find anything in common with uh, you know democratic presidents who we have had if you think uh, the environment or um, so a more welcoming immigration policy is more important. You will not like any of the Republicans or President Trump. Of course, President Trump... Well, there's only one Republican
2: in the race for president, and that's Donald J. Trump. Right.
1: But no, I just mean the, the ones who were oh, president, okay. not the ones who are running. But been the, the president's bullying of people and the Islamophobic stuff and racist and anti-women stuff. Uh, all of that's <laughs> fine. But I'm just saying, if you say, my faith... Dictates or guides my presidential choice. You'll never be happy. I mean, you, well, you, what president your faith has, doesn't have anything to do with president.
2: What president has been so uh, faithful to his religion that he has been an inspiration to us all? I Jimmy mean, there, Carter. Well, yeah, possibly Jimmy Carter. He, he has. I can't been. think of anybody else. Certainly not Bill Clinton. But everybody's flawed. Even even Jimmy Carter admitted he lusted in his heart after the women in Playboy.
1: Uh... I think he was in Playboy in an interview and admitted that he lusts after women in his heart, right. not specifically the ones in playboy oh, okay well
2: i 'm sorry, I may have never
1: seen the magazine that he was interviewed in, but uh, well, and everybody 's fallen admission. short of the sight of god if you exactly <laughs> and so our good emailer who asked the question, Jesus or trump I think that is a debate for every individual, every human who 's ever run for president now President Trump. You know, is particularly far from normal Christian ideals, but he's, you know, probably not the worst. He's probably the most. Well, I'm racist, trying to think. I mean, but, there have been uh,
2: presidents who were who Abraham Lincoln at the start didn't believe in God. He was had atheistic tendencies. Okay, he came to change them over time. But, you know, so you could make an argument that he wasn't the best Christian ever. Um, I'm trying to think who. Uh, Warren G. Harding professed a great religion, but he wasn't really
1: a very faith-filled person, in my opinion. What was that magazine that just dissed the president, the Christian magazine?
2: Oh, uh, it was called Christianity Today. Oh, that
1: right. That's right. That's right. With their editorial. Right. right. And that points out maybe, I don't know, it certainly doesn't dispute what I'm saying, that if you are a Christian and you are looking to anybody in politics or anybody in government to amplify your beliefs, you're going to be disappointed.
2: Well, one of the uh, evangelicals' leaders who was questioned about his support of President Trump said, look, we didn't vote for him to be our pastor. Oh, somebody called our show and said that. We voted for him week. to be yeah. our president.
1: I think Reedy called us, Mike Reedy
2: called us. Oh, okay. Us, I think. Well, I mean, that's true. I mean, we're not electing a minister and you know to to everybody wants to subscribe i love people on the left who always talk about well where you have all this love of jesus where are your values but you know they they don't necessarily believe those values themselves but they want to force others to believe that their belief would fit into a certain narrow context that it really doesn't
1: fit into and i think i'm going to say this for other people and not for me i think it is difficult and please correct me if I'm wrong to reconcile being pro-choice and deeply Christian. I'm just asking. I, I'm putting it out there for discussion. Oh, I'm I great. want people to correct me. Um, Completely pro-choice. I think, pro-choice. It's, I think I, it's a conflict.
2: I think you can you can certainly um, you know put some caveats to it and say uh, health of the mother, uh, rape and incest, mm-hmm. as I do.
1: But other than that, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> this has taken an, an, an interesting turn. turn. Yes, uh, but uh, uh, this is why we have open phones. Uh, We've got one caller standing by and another one ringing, so we'll expedite things as much as possible. Uh, Dan, one of our good regular callers, gets a three-minute uninterrupted diatribe to talk about his conservative <laughs> and Christian ideals. You may begin.
4: Hey, good morning, guys. Why One of you stated, I thought Christ or, Trump was the Messiah. Not at all. When I voted for Trump, I voted for him because I hoped he could make America great. And he's the only reason I talk about him all the time, because he's doing what I elected him to do. But <clears throat> I also stated once that through God's sovereign will, oh, President Obama became the president of the United States through God's sovereign will. Well, Trump became president, uh, and I never stated that he's the messiah. I think he's helping make America great, and I think he's, he's helping the Christian values. Although people sure, doubt, sure don't like his values, but again, just uh, last week, Trump made an executive order that we can pray, we can pray to our God in the school, in the public school, and no one can stop us. That, and people wonder why Christians support Trump. That's one of the reasons. He's wow. done more for the Christian community Than President Obama did. But isn't
2: part of what you do for a Christian community is be a good example of how a Christian should live his life? Isn't that part of the ideal, Joe? Very
1: and excellent point.
4: Here's the thing. That's a yes or no
2: question, Dan.
4: Trump, Trump's life since he's been in office has been exemplary. He don't. He never he had, has no affairs in right. the White House okay. with women. He
1: hasn't grabbed any women by well, that the private. He hasn't divorced. He's not having an affair that we know of.
4: But and Trump uh, <laughs> Trump it works. Trump the Christian value of the work ethic. Trump works from 6 to 10 11 at night most days he's in there working for the American, we the people, he's in there working. That's a Christian ethic. You, if you don't work, you don't eat. That's a Christian ethic. And <clears throat> Trump's doing a great job. I Oh. When I talk about All right, we're Trump, up to
1: three minutes. We gotta, we gotta take a, we'll get a little segment of another caller. You're welcome to All
4: call right, back. you guys take have care. a good one. Right. Thank you so much, remember, Dan. Remember, vote right. Trump 2020. Okay, that's three
2: minutes and <laughs> gotcha. 11 seconds, so you only got 40 on the other side. <laughs> oh, dear. George, you're on the mark from Winfield. Oh I guess I ought to say that, huh? <laughs> Hello, George. Good morning. Good morning.
6: I just wanted to call and say I enjoy listening to your show. Uh, I really <clears throat> agree with a lot that <clears throat> excuse me, both of you have to say uh I am a registered Republican, and uh I vote in every election. I watch the news every day, and I think I'm in the same position that many many people in this country are in uh i'm really really fed up with the the political scene uh The Republicans and the Democrats don't like each other, and I really agree uh, with a lot of the things President Trump has done. But on the other hand, he really has been an embarrassment to this country as the way he behaves himself and the example that he sets for our younger people. Now, I understand that we've had prior presidents that behaved their behavior was questionable also. George, I hate, I hate
1: to do this. i got to interrupt because we're up against the top of the hour. So uh, please call back. Or, or how about if I put you on hold and you wait six minutes and we can finish? Or call back. Oh,
6: okay, okay, thank you. Yep,
1: stand by. Okay, so he's on hold. You're listening to WKOK Sunbury.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan
1: Greetings and welcome back WKOK live telephone talk show On The Mark Sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company Check them out at sunburymotors.com Our toll free line is open Call us 1-800-795-9565 You can email us at on mark at com or text us at 70236 When we last spoke George was on the line from Winfield I believe I'm going to say a first time caller Is that correct?
6: Yes, it, yes, I am a first-time caller.
1: Well, oh, thank you so much for uh, doing what you've wanted to do for years, pick up that phone. <laughs> so uh, I'm not
6: a first-time listener. I listen quite frequently, and as I said, I, I enjoy the show, and I agree with a lot of what you each have to say, and as I stated when we first started to talk, I'm a registered Republican. I do agree with a lot of the things that President Trump has done, but... I'm really worried that he has gotten us to a point where this country is more divided than it's ever been, and I'm just curious as to uh, what your opinion is as to how we're going to be able to get uh, anything accomplished when the two sides can't agree on anything. Uh, right. As we're going to see with this impeachment trial is coming up, it's going to be voted strictly, the Democrats will all stick together, and the Republicans will all stick together. And that really doesn't solve anything when you vote strictly along the party lines.
2: I agree, but there isn't much partisan ground these days or nonpartisan ground. But, you know, take a look at what the, what's happening in the Democratic Party. One of the articles I brought in this, this morning to talk about is the fact that uh, Bernie Sanders is apologizing to Joe Biden for one of his surrogates writing a, a an op-ed piece for, I guess, the New York Times, and in fact, insinuating that Biden was a crook or that he, you know, that he had been... Uh... Well, see, this
6: is kind of what I'm referring to. Uh, it's gotten to the point now where, and with this, especially with our president, and again, I'm a registered Republican, but I don't like the fact that we've gotten to the point where If you disagree with him, he's going to call you names publicly. If you uh, recall, some of his uh, biggest supporters these days, like Ted Cruz, he was always called lying Ted when they were campaigning against each other. And I know this isn't unusual. It's the way it always goes. But uh, when he uh, insults people like John McCain, I'm a veteran, and when he insulted John McCain... And just recently, the uh, congressman that passed away from, I think it was Michigan Dingle, where he made some remarks publicly that offended his wife. And he did get some criticism from a couple of Republicans. But uh a lot of the things he does, the Republicans refuse to even come out in public and and uh, reprimand him for the things that he says and does. and. Uh, we're trying to teach our kids that you don't call people names uh, just because you disagree with something. That doesn't mean that you start to call them names. And that's what he resorts to. And I really find that distasteful. But I mean, when Obama was president, the Republicans did the same kind of things with Obama that the Democrats are doing now with Trump. And that's why I'm wondering what the answer is, how we're going to get ever get beyond this, I don't know what your feelings are.
1: Well, the Republicans won't speak out against him. I call it the arm's length grasp. They keep him at arm's length, but they hold on tight to him because he's a strong Republican. You know. Well, even my
6: opinion is that they're afraid of him, and it's because of their jobs. They're afraid that if they, again, and I've heard this said by other people that if they come out and, and disagree with him, he's going to do the same thing he does with other people. He's going to attack them in public and maybe jeopardize their job because of of his base that would vote against them. And that's what I'm saying. It's not to the point where it's doing what's right anymore. It's following the party line. And again, I don't think the Republicans are any worse than the Democrats, they're both guilty of it. So my answer is, or my question is, how are we ever going to get beyond this now that we've gotten to this point?
2: One of our other callers suggested a third party. Maybe that's what we need. Can't get worse.
6: I think term limits would be one of the answers, but how do you accomplish that when they would, the legislators would have to vote themselves?
2: But with, in the case of the president, we already have term limits. Two is it. Two are yeah. out. Uh, i don't know. Congress. I, I think the problem here is that Donald Trump, everybody says he's not a traditional president, and I agree with that. I mean, he's as a human being, I find him seriously <laughs> flawed. Uh, as a president and his policies, I'm pretty much in agree with what he's trying to do. You know, but I can't excuse or forgive some of the ways he's behaved. I agree with you completely on that. It's
1: reprehensible. It's funny how his wife runs an anti-online bullying, bullying campaign. campaign. And the biggest well, online bullier in the country is it's something the President. else
6: that I find amusing is uh, every time you question him on something that he's done, he brings up Hillary Clinton or President Obama. And when I was a kid, when I did something wrong... And my mother got me in the corner, and I said, well, Mike down at the end of the street did it. She didn't accept that as an excuse. And if you listen now, anything that he is accused of or brought up for doing wrong, he'll go back to either Hillary Clinton or President Obama, and I don't like that. I think he needs to answer for, answer for himself and not try to put the blame on prior administrations or other politicians and again i agree with a lot of the things he's doing but uh i think we need to find a way somehow uh you know to get beyond the name calling and the tweets and uh I, I don't
1: know. All right. Well, gotcha. Yeah, well, I'm thank just, you so much, thank you, George. George. Appreciate yep. your call. Like I
6: think a lot of
2: people
1: are in this country. Yeah. Worried about the division. And
2: I'm afraid we can't answer your question of how we get past it. I guess we'll just have to see if we do get past it. Thank right. you, George. Appreciate, Appreciate that.
1: call. Yeah. Two two quick remarks to George's uh, topic is, one, look up the Better Angels group. This is the group that's trying to uh, do the partisan divide here. That's They had the seminar last spring where they brought in staunch Republicans and staunch Democrats and uh, got them on the same page by talking about all the many, many things that they agree on, and uh, that really helped, I I think, the rhetoric of the participants there. Lance was one of the participants. Maybe he'll elaborate on that if uh, he's listening today. And then the second thing is uh, the Convention of States uh, is interested in term limits for people who are holding federal office, including congressmen and women, and reducing the federal budget and reducing the scope of federal government. So those are two... uh, solutions that we can potentially look for. Convention of States, of course, is is a long shot, but it's it has slight momentum at this time, and including in Pennsylvania. And then, of course, the Better Angels group is a nonprofit group that's quite active yet. I see a lot of emails from them. I haven't looked at too many. So I haven't read them all the way through yet, but uh, they're active. All right. We are way behind on texts. Yeah. And emails. one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five 795 9565 is our telephone number. If you'd like to weigh in, I ask the question out loud, what would make this a perfect show, so we have some suggestions in the text, so we appreciate that. Now, we are talking about President Trump. Uh, One of our listeners suggested that uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer organization that is a legacy group that is active uh, significantly uh, um, criticized the president as being anti-Christian, so that's prompted some calls. It's obvious the president, he might make the best president we ever had, but he's a terrible Christian, there's no doubt about
2: that. Well, Well, let me do the
1: headlines real quick, and this will just take a moment. A Valley resident running for re-election to U.S. Congress, says he fully supports President Donald Trump. Uh, Congressman Fred Keller made a re-election stop at WDKOK.
7: And when you look at the, the accomplishments of this administration, when when you have the lowest unemployment rate since I was four years old, you've got a booming economy and wages are raising more, or rising, excuse me, rising more for the lower wage earners than they are for the people at the top.
1: Uh, you can hear his full interview on the WKOK podcast page. PETA officials have announced that Asiatic black bear that was held at the Union County Sportsman's Club while suffering through health and uh, health issues is released and is going to a sanctuary in Colorado. The bear named Dylan supposedly now en route to the wild animal sanctuary in Colorado according to PETA. The Sunbury psychologist will remain held in contempt and sanctioned over $8,000 for failing to comply with a subpoena in court order in a 2016 civil case. According to PenLive, U.S. Middle District Judge Matthew Brand held Donna Pinter of Psychological Services in Contempt, saying he's never encountered the obstinance displayed by her. Dr. Pinter says the real issue is confidentiality. A client does not want notes released from counseling discussions. Pinter says she was out of the country when uh, they sent marshals to her house to get the records and or her. Uh, she says she was on vacation at the time, and she says the accident about which they're seeking records has nothing to do with the mental health history of the person. She says this is all about confidentiality and that is it. Uh, She says the court has layered all kinds of twists and turns on it, but uh, her defiance is uh, purely protecting her client's confidentiality. And leaders in Davenport, Iowa, have condemned a homeowner's snow display depicting a figure gunning down a snowman wearing a Bernie Sanders shirt and others, another adorned with a Democratic Party hat Okay, so these are snow figures uh, that are getting gunned down. One is wearing a Bernie Sanders shirt. The other one getting gunned down wears a Democratic Party hat. The Davenport mayor says he's asked the police chief to investigate the display. The mayor says, my personal reaction is that it's terribly wrong and an embarrassment to our city. Uh, all hate speech is wrong. A homeowner, uh, uh, David Hesseltine, laughed off the concern, saying he created the display over the weekend to mess with friends who support Sanders, who's seeking the Democratic nomination for president
2: okay and we have a ton of texts that we've had roll in one uh, goes back to our last caller it says George open your eyes how many times has Trump offered to work with the Democrats and they told him to go away so George I get it you're an old-school Republican take what the left throws at you and don't fight back while the Democrats run roughshod over you Trump has watched this for years and it's about time a Republican stood up and fought for the American people by keeping his promises well,
1: I stand up for George I think he's a better Republican because he is willing to recognize the many, many flaws that President Trump brings uh, to the office. I think that's yeah, that's the greater good to to recognize the flaws in your dear leader. Uh one of our answer uh
2: listeners says to answer your question, the perfect show, it would be good to go on until eleven (laughs) A.M. Now this person doesn't (laughs) remember some of the slow shows we have where everybody's (laughs) happy it's ten o'clock. Ten o'clock is good enough. Um my mark, you sure throw those leftist talking points about Trump around well. Islamophobia, corrupt criminal. You still haven't laid out the crime you say he's committed. What you have said is the lies of the left. If there was an actual crime committed by Trump, the articles of impeachment would lay them out. But sorry, obstruction of Congress isn't a crime, and abuse of power is an opinion, unless there's an actual crime, and there hasn't been one other than the left's opinion that he opposes the
1: Democrat agenda. Hardly criminal, is it? I agree with the president's lawyer, Alan Dershowitz, that you do not need a crime to impeach. He said it during the Bill Clinton, and it's still true. Uh, I don't think he's committed a a felony crime, although the GAO says it's a violation of one of the uh, nation's rules, but only as it relates to grant money and that kind of thing. But you do not need a crime. I'm sorry to tell you this, Stan, but you do not need a crime to impeach. Uh, President Clinton was lucky enough to have actual crimes, and so did Nixon, so that certainly would have helped there. But uh, did Andrew Johnson have actual crime crimes? Well, yes, he uh, he
2: violated a law, the Tenure of Office Act, that was passed to keep him from doing something. And he wanted to challenge it in the courts, but instead he wound up being impeached. All right, so contempt
1: of Congress and abuse of power are real issues that are impeachable. Uh, you and I, of course, uh, agree that I don't think that they are in this particular case. But that's what they're bringing against him. And you don't need a felony crime to be impeached. So uh, that's the bad news there. Well
2: in theory you don't, but I still think if I'm going to remove a president of the United States,
1: I want there to be a high crime or a misdemeanor. Alright, let's take a quickie break. we got more texts, more emails to go through. We are very much enjoying reading your opinions on the air. We would love your responses. Uh, if I have in any way interrupted you and you have more to say, Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at com, or do as many people have done, and that's use the Text Connect system, 70236, if you're a member of our Text Connect system. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. We are enjoying just a fabulous day on the air. We got a super Well, we think it is. (laughs) Yeah. Some people may disagree with that. And I think they sent us a note. Uh, We'll read the note in a minute. But uh, Mr. Rob Centers, our great producer, so we really appreciate him taking good care of us. Uh, He's all eyes on and ears on while we're on, and so we appreciate him uh, doing that. And uh, we appreciate you listening. I am Mark Lawrence, subpar (laughs) host of the show. Superlative co-host is Joe McGranny hand, and he's the conservative May I read these now? Uh, I, we're, we're told to reset the show 45 well, You reset in. it. Okay. <laughs> Go.
2: All right. If the Democrats want a fair trial in the Senate, then they should have had one in the House. That's a reasonable comment. And uh, one of our listeners, and this is about me, says, Joe, you aren't even allowing Mark to make his points, thus just your natural rude way of interacting. Will you agree? Heck no. As you are never wrong. Well, not that you would admit it. Trump syndrome. Signed, Dick. All right.
1: Good, good Thank you, Dick. I, I really appreciate,
2: appreciate your kind words. Hit, hit delete before you move on. Okay. And there then, uh, well, okay. Oh, now right. that mess you up. X that out. Yes. All right. Here we go. Whoops. Still don't have the right X it one. Out. X, it X it out. out. Not, X it delete. out. Not delete. Uh, Not
1: delete. Upper right-hand corner.
2: Okay. I'm trying to get back to the last email that I was about to read. And no, we're w- going to have to switch mouses. Yours is dying. Yeah, it's, it's, That's it's part, acting is, odd. This okay. is bad. <laughs> well, the other email. Oh, emails, you
1: it nothing happened. <laughs> right. I'll get it. Just all I'm right, back. just get go. up, get rid of that. This is okay. what you
2: want. Uh, one of our other listeners says, perfect radio show, perfect talk radio show. Hmm. How do you improve on perfect? 12 to 13 years and still on the air? If you two are, and I think you are, good friends, then you should have the best shows you'll ever have. I can't think of any way of improving your show. Thanks for the number of years that I have listened. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> Keep this one. But, uh, do we have something that makes emails permanent? Well, I, I don't know, but we ought to have this one laminated for our wallets. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the email. And this one next, please. Uh, I read that one. That's the one I oh, started with. Okay. Yes, okay. Burp. I started with that one. And then we have another text that says, I want to remind everyone that Trump paid $300,000 hush money to Porn Woman. I want to remind he held up billions of Ukraine and Russia, killed men." What? Killed many people there. Oh, killed many people. Okay. The, this program separated the word many, put M-A-N on the first line and Y, y on, another on another line. line. <laughs> killed many people there. I want to remind everyone he takes billions of federal money from the military, etc., for his wall. He needs to go. Vote him out in 2020. And I think our writer there has the right point. And instead of this impeachment stuff, I would use the word that starts with C, but I would offend you if I did. Crap. Oh, okay. I would just say, get him in the get him in the election. You know, they're doing to him exactly. I told you before, the parallels between him and Andrew Johnson are insane, because Andrew Johnson was impeached in the last year of his presidency, and here we go again with this one. So,
1: yeah, uh, I read all those. Uh, I thought I deleted them all. Uh, we didn't delete. There didn't read these. Okay. But, uh, uh, they're still there. But anyway, uh, Dan is on the mark. Call him back for another minute. Go right ahead.
4: And you know, what I look at largely is results. Trump give us the results that we voted for him. The reason I voted for Trump, because he made a lot of promises and he's the first guy that actually is keeping his promises. The, to the veterans that call in, you know, you ought to give Trump credit He built up the military again. It was being depleted. Trump's great on the military. A strong military will keep us out of war. And you talk about Trump being a bully. Trump has been bullied ever since he put his name out for election.
1: Okay, Dan, there's your minute. we got to move on. Right, and I think he All just, right. <laughs> in response, I think he just brings it on himself. Right. I, he sets the tone for... Um, and we have another very Harsh nice email. Remarks. You
2: know, one of our callers, George, talked about how we get become more civil. Mm-hmm. I think he's actually sparked a more civil discourse. We had the nice the note show. from one lady, and now we have this from Larry G., our pal in Texas. He said, I truly appreciated the intellectual discussion first-time caller George brought to today's show. I believe a lot of what George said represents what a good number of people with both parties are thinking. Thanks, George, for taking the time to share your opinions in a civil and professional manner. Please call Call in again. All right. Nice email. Thank and that's you. from one of our Texas listeners. So. Thank you very much. Um, and we didn't read the bottom one on impeachment. Oh, which you is read, also, okay. That one I read. This yep, one I right didn't ahead. read. Uh, if Trump can't be impeached because he didn't commit a crime, Clinton shouldn't have been either. Impeachment is not about crime. It's about presidential conduct and their oath. No, it's about high crimes and misdemeanors. That's what the charge has to be. Hmm. High crimes and misdemeanors. What was Clinton? Obstruction of justice? No, well, I I think it was lying to Congress. Perjury, yeah, perjury. perjury. Well, and
1: there were two counts. The other one was obstruction of justice, but I think they sort of— Trying to cover it up. He lied about it. Part and parcel.
2: Right, so he lied about having just, an affair. Right, he lied about having an affair, and he ch- then tried to cover up the affair. But what was, what did he? Who to whom did he lie, and what was the issue? He lied under oath to whom? Uh, to Congress, I think, or a grand jury, or, a or grand jury or somebody. Well, to the American people, I guess they would was call it was called unsworn falsification. Paul, who
1: was the woman? Paula, Paula. I was oh, going to say Paula Abdul, but oh, she's a gosh. singer. She sued the president, and he was Paula. Yeah, I know who you mean. In any event, she, good old Paula, sued him, and he lied under oath about having an affair. But what was what was the name of the suit? Oh well, well they remember
2: when during his administration they had what they called bimbo eruptions, <laughs> <laughs> right? Where a lot of women came out of the closet I and said, "Shouldn't
1: that, laugh about it," but uh, that it's part of his legacy.
2: And you know, I guess you could the say that there say have, that have been bimbo eruptions with President Trump as well.
1: Okay. Uh, let's see. We X that out. Uh, do you
2: need more time to prepare to read these? Oh, no. If I know where they're starting, I see one here. Uh, Dan is taking insurance away from millions. Uh, Danny is no. taking
1: so insurance away from millions. So start with a capital letter. So this is the beginning of something. Okay. Uh,
2: This is from another writer. I was reading the first writer. I got you. (laughs) Okay. Sorry.
1: You were right. You were right. All
2: right. Dan, he is taking insurance away for millions. He is taking away pre-existing conditions, food stamps to poor Americans. He is going to cut Social Security benefits, too. Uh, So they have to. We don't know where that went to. Well, there's obviously a fourth part that didn't come in. But um, actually, I don't think he's taking away pre-existing conditions. He's stated very strongly that well, he supports he said that. said that, but
1: he hasn't done anything to that end. And, uh, there's been I no Republican proposal. I don't know if it's a rumor or what. They're talking about some plan that's being promulgated doesn't cover pre-existing conditions, so that would be a broken promise. But I'll tell you what, I don't think you could do that now. Everybody's on board with that. Yep. I think it's,
2: everybody believes that's fair, that's just, and that should as happen. As well as
1: raising the age to 26. Now, why is it legal to force an insurance company to insure somebody they don't want to? <clears throat> I don't know, but that's another topic.
2: Well, because I think insurance
1: companies, they always assess the risk
2: and charge you based on that assessment. You may, you're you going to have to pay more. If you're a high-risk patient, okay, so you're going to
1: have to pay more. It'll be in the – they'll recover it in the end. Okay, well, that makes, no, makes sense. Uh, so
2: then the question becomes, to what extent do we subsidize people who can't afford those higher premiums?
1: Or this, do we subsidize them? This one starts at the bottom and goes upward.
2: All uh, right. We were, oh, no, I'm sorry. Mark, you asked about before the break what we could do to improve the show. Turn down the volume. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Very
1: funny. Yeah, right. Appreciate that. Oh. Okay. Old NK out there with funny jokes. All right. You figure out where these go. I'll take a quickie break. All right. Uh, We have texts and emails pending, but no calls. So give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. That is 1-800-795-9565. So far today, we have talked about uh, the fact that Joe and I interrupt each other occasionally and interrupt callers sometimes, but not always. uh, Yeah, disproportionately. (laughs) Nonsense. (laughs) As you interrupt me trying to recap, Uh, President Trump's uh, bad Christian values. Of course, there's this a growing evangelical movement supporting him, so uh, go figure that out. And uh, what can we do to improve the show? So, those are kind of the topics that have been uh, discussed here. We have not yet discussed the pro gun uh, ra- uh, pro-gun rally in Virginia, which was 100% nonviolent to the great disappointment of many people, I'm sure. So, uh, we can talk about that or other topics. Give us a buzz, 1 800 All right. (laughs) Well, Joe's making a funny joke about Dylan the Bear. I'm not making a joke about
2: him. I'm just saying I don't understand what morbidly obese means for a black Asian bear.
1: Okay, well, I think he's out of shape because he doesn't get to exercise or move around. That could be, yeah. And he has a a big gut.
2: Okay, well, I said I know a lot of guys who fit that category. (laughs) One of our texters says, so then this impeachment is nothing but a political farce. Obstruction of Congress, really? Trump said no to record requests because of executive privilege. If the Democrats weren't in such a hurry to hang impeachment around Trump's neck, they would have taken him to court and hashed it out. Why didn't they do that, Mark? What was their hurry? Oh, yeah, there's an election coming in November. An election they know they can't win with the clowns they have running. So they have to try to add and defend Trump as much as possible. Uh, the Democrats are the ones interfering with the election with their actions
1: and lies. Oh, my gosh. Stan, Stan, Stan. Where do I even begin? Uh, well, where do you? Uh, well, I guess I better not delete him if I'm going to begin. Uh, let's see. The impeachment is a political farce. Well, that much is very, very true. There's no argument about that. Uh, let's see. Obstruction of Congress is an actual... Well, that's because not only would he not turn over records, but he wouldn't appear. He wouldn't allow anyone else to appear. So that's what that charge is all about about, uh, or that accusation is but all one, about, and honestly, it's arguable. that one's
2: ridiculous, because they could have taken him to court to get access to those, just as Ken Starr took.
1: But it's a political farce. Why would you go to court with a political farce when you can accomplish what you need to farcically accomplish without going to court? You wanted to impeach him, you got it, okay? So there, that's...
2: And now they want the, the Senate to do their job for them by... Doing all the things they didn't do, right? Acquit them. so well. No, I, I oh, think yeah, that, not
1: acquit them. But anyway, so I think I eventually agree with they Stan. will, it's and I think they should. Right, it's a farce. No argument there. All right, so let me get rid of these, okay. and then you can read some more. All
2: right, one of the other ones says, uh, "Let's see." Good morning. I like to think Trump is claiming the best economy. Well, if we would take and raise minimum wage to a living wage, we would be in the bet would be in the best interest of all Americans. And then that was great that there was only one arrested at the gun demonstration. Peace out. Right. So uh, you have an article or is it editorial? No, I I had an article about it. Uh, I thought it was very interesting that, you know, all the dire predictions and Governor Northman's calling in all sorts of cops. He didn't have
1: dire predictions. He had a reaction to real threats. So what happened to them? Well, the threats were real, but obviously, whomever wanted to uh, cause trouble did not do so. So, good, good, good. That's this is a happy ending as far as oh, I. I think so too. And there were not a ton of counter protesters on either side that I saw or in the media depictions I saw. And of course, you had a lot of guys carrying and women carrying in plain sight. So that that is always a heartwarming thing to see.
2: Well, the governor, Governor Northam, said thousands of people came to Richmond to make their voices heard. Today showed that when people disagree, they can do so peacefully. The issues before us evoke strong emotions, and progress is often difficult. I will continue to listen to the voices of Virginians, and I will continue to do everything in my power to keep our Commonwealth safe. And, of course, he's proposing or there are three different pieces of legislation before them in Virginia, <laughs> one of which calls for universal background checks, one okay. which limits the number of guns you can purchase per month, or per week, I think it is. Well, or per day, kind of a, per day. So one that would day. what
1: crack down on like straw purchases or something. People I guess, are buying I don't them know. and selling them to other. What people? was the third one? I forget what the third one was. Well, somebody said there was one that related to the NRA's. Uh, oh yeah, the closing
2: indoor gun ranges. So, how many can there be? I don't know, but it seems to me that if you're going to allow guns at all, you would want to encourage the safe practice of using them, and that's what an indoor gun range is. An outdoor gun range, same thing. I mean, it's where people can go safely to exercise their right to bear arms, and if they enjoy shooting, it gives them something to do that they enjoy.
1: Well, I guess the targets, the NRA is a good texture and said yesterday, so the NRA has an indoor gun range out there, so – I guess that in was Virginia. Uh, Believe that's what the, the
2: was the implication. Okay, well, I don't think that makes a lot of sense. There You're is not?
1: an indoor gun range around here. Really? It's a commercial one up in Williamsport. Oh, okay. I thought you meant around here, like in the immediate area. No, not around here that I know of. I don't know of anybody that shoots indoors around here.
2: Police Legally or a, police or Legally otherwise. At
1: least, <laughs> yeah, the uh, local police train at the Norry Gun Club. I've seen them there. Okay, so or they do some of their training there. Well, I know that uh, other police use a, a
2: location in Snyder County that okay. is uh, apparently very safe for that type of thing.
1: So Now, you said uh, the Union County Sportsman Club enjoys some ongoing criticism for other animals that are there?
2: Uh, PETA says that they are going to uh, request that they get rid of the other animals, and it says in looking it up that they have a bobcat, pheasants, and uh, some other stuff. A white tailed deer
1: and pheasants. Hmm. So you know Well uh, bobcats have a big range, so they probably that would be pretty cramped quarters for him or her or whatever. Well, but
7: I don't know how old it beautiful. is maybe
1: it's an elderly animal <laughs> bobcats are hard to find you have to spend some good time in deep woods to catch them do you okay. or to see them they don't come running around just when you're out there you huh? don't see them much like in suburban areas like you see deer in suburban areas since they eat the bushes and so on but uh, i've never seen a bobcat in the woods at all whatsoever so and i even in areas where i know they uh, are there. I've never seen one.
2: One of our listeners says, I can understand PETA's love for animals, but moving the bear to frigid Colorado in the middle of winter, this animal has no idea how to hibernate or forage for food. What they are doing is inhumane and cruel. If these so called humanitarians would put as much effort and in caring into the homeless and hungry, then they would have made a great difference in the world.
1: Well, the last sentence is an arguable point that you can talk about. Uh, Colorado's weather is this. We looked it up. It's the same as ours. Uh, the nights are a little colder, but the days are a little warmer in January. Uh, but I guess up in the mountains, that would not be true. I mean, it would be pretty cold if, you, if they dropped him off at the. Uh, at well, well, they're not putting him out in the middle of nowhere. Right, they're putting him in a shelter out right, there. Right. It's a sanctuary of some sort. So, yeah, I, I think. I don't think he's going to have to forage for food. This isn't catch and release in the, in the Midwest. This I would is, hope not. He's otherwise, gone to a sanctuary. Otherwise, the poor bear is no better off than he was. <laughs> All right, we have open phones right now. We would just love to hear from you. What would make on the mark a perfect show was one of our questions today. Uh, we also talked about the president's uh, Christian values, and one of our emailers said that Dietrich Bonhoeffer Society clearly pointed out that getting President Trump out of office should be a high, a high, high concern of uh, Christians. Uh, let's see. Uh, of course, Joe's contention interruptions of many, many people and the rally in Virginia. So those are our topics. We'd love to hear from you. Are you okay? I love how you frame the argument. Well, that's why. Okay.
2: Set me straight. <laughs> What was the actual? That's necessary, contentious. I interrupted Dan today. I asked a question. Did I not say that when I interrupt, I usually All am right, asking a question? Up.
1: Yes, you ask many questions. You don't let anyone speak because you have so many questions. <laughs> All right, 1 800 795 9565. We would very much uh, allow. <laughs> love to hear from anybody who has any opinion about anything we've discussed. Call us immediately. See, folks, this is why we don't go till 11 o'clock, because after one good hour, we pretty much peter out. <laughs> so we'd love more. Uh, more participation now. So call us now. We have all four lines open 1 800 795 9565. All four eBays, our email bays are open. eBay is the auction site. So email bays are open. Uh, email us at onthemark at com, uh, And you can text. All of the text bays are open. So... Text us now, one 70236. Oh, Text Connect System. Uh, what that is, is you go to www.kok.com. It says connect with us, is the uh, name of the category. And one of the things you can do is sign up for Text Connect. We would send you breaking news information, uh, national or local breaking news information. Uh, we would send you stories about closed roads, our last text related to some closed roads. And you can uh, also receive from us weather warnings. Now, not a weather watch, that wouldn't be a likely. Although a tornado watch would probably be something we would uh, send text connect. Uh, our last text related to some road closures around here. So that gives you an idea. And may, uh, maybe a half a dozen to a dozen messages a month. Never more than that because if we do, I have to pay cash out of pocket for them. So I'm not going to do that. All right. let Let's go back to the phones. We don't need to take the break immediately. So we'll go to the phones. Uh, Ken, thank you so much for calling in. You are on the mark
7: good morning how are you
1: i'm good 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 good
7: hey um going through the impeachment all those things my question to anyone in general is let's assume that everyone turns tails and he's removed from office what is what is the end game for the country like what is the actual purpose of this
1: well, if the president had committed an impeachable offense, uh, the goal would be to get a uh, you know a, remove him from office. Right, remove him from office. It would undo the election of twenty sixteen. And, and then who's
7: going who's going to take over uh, the office?
1: Mike Pence, vice president. Vice president. W-
7: the vice president, whom is a Republican, of course. Right. 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 So, did, how much? And now, and I am a Republican, so. But, I mean, how much was accomplished by doing that,
2: then? Well, not much, but I think their goal would be to impeach Mike Pence, then, find some way to tar him with the same brush, and then they would get Nancy Pelosi as president.
1: (laughs) Come on, Joe. Joe, 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 Joe. No, that's never
7: going to happen.
1: What did you put in your coffee today?
2: (laughs) i just offering you an explanation. <laughs> okay. Well, actually... Well,
7: no, but I, I mean, if you follow the flow chart, where does it end? It ends in just complete circular stupidity. It, it, it's just a complete waste of time. And if anybody would have taken the time to truly listen to that speech last night, we've had several major orators through our lives as presidents and political figures His speech last night was really good. The president? Whether you like him or don't like him, it was really, really good.
1: This is President Trump's remarks last night. you talking about the one
2: at the World Economic Council? No, he just got there. That was this morning. I saw that this morning. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
7: Yeah. I I didn't know if it was this morning or last night. I assumed when I watched it this morning it was from last night.
2: No, it was live this morning. Uh, I saw part of it. I thought it was good, too. Yeah. I'll have to check
7: it out. I mean, it really it was very very good. To take everything out of it. It was an excellent speech, and it's just really strange that no one can see any positives whatsoever. And there is no end game. The end game is now they're talking about re-impeaching him again. So we're going to start it again or <laughs> again, and we're going to have to do it for four more years. No one cares. I happen to work with um, uh, people usually above the age of fifty to fifty-five. And I'm in and out of their homes on a regular basis. You know how many TVs are tuned in to impeachment? None.
1: None? (laughs) None.
7: None. And how many people bring it up when I'm I'm sitting with them over morning coffee and other things?
1: None. None. Okay. None.
7: It is such a a non-factor for most of the country. It, It really is. Other than those that are trying to create some form of hate-mongering.
1: It's not exactly suspenseful. I mean, we we sort of know what's going to happen in the Senate, just as we knew without a lot of court fights to get there, what was going to happen in the House. All right, we got you. I wouldn't be shocked if he's impeached when he's reelected. Thank you so much. Ken, thanks for calling. Call again. Appreciate that. Uh, 1-800-795-9565. Last caller before a quickie break. Kathy, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
8: Hi, just um, a brief statement about uh, Trump's Christianity and questioning it. I think there's something in the Bible, if anybody else is a Christian, that says that we're not to judge. (laughs) You know, who are we to judge? somebody else's Christianity. I'm not
1: judging. It was a political discussion about candidates and their... Uh, but she's what, right. It, it says, judge not that ye be not judged. Well, I'm not holding him in a disparaging fashion, but if you want to talk about politicians, uh, their morals are part of that.
2: Well, when you call him a buffoon, I think you are disparaging That's pretty judgy, him. yeah. <laughs> no, but, th-
8: but wasn't there a statement earlier about... Um,
1: Uh, I call him an Islamophobe. That is – I guess you could say that's a little judgy. But honestly, I think when you hold up an elected leader, their behavior, actions in office are – worthy of uh, critique, Uh, just as I appreciate what the president has done with, uh, uh, you know, trying to pull U.S. military troops out of foreign entanglements, which is a noteworthy, noble goal. And, you know, to that we critique it, and then I say that's a good thing. I think things that he's done that hurt the environment or you know this bullying on twitter they they uh, you know that's not ideal but you you it's not really judging like i'm i'm looking at somebody who's uh um, you know, another race or something and holding them in contempt. This is an elected leader whose performance and actions make a difference, and that's how you decide who to put in office. I understand what you're saying. I probably am judging. In in real real answer, I probably am can judgmental. I, can I
8: add something oh, that, sure, please. that he does that I, I do appreciate? He's a non-drinker. Hello. Uh, you know, I like that.
1: Yeah, that's good. Well, he's pretty pro life and that's notable. And
2: we've had some presidents who are
1: not exactly teetotalers. Yeah, didn't President H. W. Bush fall or something? Or well he wasn't drunk. Choke <laughs> or something when he was drinking? <laughs> well, no. And
8: and, and I wanna tell you something. I don't I don't know that the woman does or doesn't drink or takes medication, but Nancy Pelosi always seems like she's a little bit altered.
1: Mm, maybe she has a medication or something that alters her, her
2: speech. Her skin looks awfully tight. I would say if she gets one more Botox exa- uh, shot, she might explode. Joe, Joe, Joe. Now that is judgy. Well,
1: I'm sorry, but she looks very tight. Kathy, thank you so much for the call. Excellent points. <laughs> okay. I, uh, thank uh, you, food, Kathy. Food call food again. All right. That reopens up the lines. Light them up, folks, 1-800-795-9565, 1-800-795-WKOK. You can email us at com or do as one individual has done. That's text us at 70236. Yes, they do. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark 1 800 795 9565. Frank is on the line. Thank you so much for calling back. Frank, super yeah. glad to hear from you again.
9: <laughs> so, about a year ago, I did Google the Trump family. Uh, I wanted to know more about the whole encompassing family. Uh, the brothers, the siblings of Donald J. Trump, and the parents, and interestingly, the segment had a reason about Donald Trump's choice in life that he chose not to drink anymore because of his brother had died of uh, uh, alcohol-related he was alcohol. illnesses. Yeah, he was and uh, organs failing, etc. Donald saw that he saw literally his brother destroying himself day by day, drink by drink, and somewhere along the line, Donald made the choice. And didn't want to choose and that's that's a good point the caller who made that um, and which then raises the question how many people <laughs> in these elected positions uh, have those cocktails at lunchtime and then you know are whining and dining in the bars and evening and they go back to be lawmakers uh, it's on both sides it's, it's, it's it is a part of the culture uh, and I you look at uh, former speaker uh, of the Republican Party, John Boehner, that he looked bloodshot every time. He, <laughs> he was one of those that you would say, well, there's, uh, the other color said something with Pelosi. Maybe she's a little off. But it is interesting to look up the families of the elected officials. You learn something. And uh, anyhow, I guess today is the big day. Uh, the Senate gets its chance to see what's going on here. There was another point I can't remember, but, yes, yeah, well, Donald J. Trump Week. made a choice not to drink. We just, and, right. Yeah, that's a good thing. It we just a scanned
1: thing. a Newsweek article that said that uh, they, they spoke to people in the family and so on. And not only did the president heed his brother's advice to not to drink, but that, that's what made the president more assertive and uh, more assertive, what, uh, and more outgoing. You read the article. Yeah, more assertive <laughs> and outgoing than he was previously. Uh, right. Because he he had to fill in a leadership role in the family that his brother vacated with his death, and that that's what led to his personality change that makes him as, as he is today. Now I would he say is. he's a narcissist today, but that's another topic altogether. But he's but not he's certainly, a drunk. <laughs> he's, he's not a drunk. He certainly is outgoing, and oh. he's probably the most assertive human I've yeah. ever met. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, actually, I guess you. I, I haven't met him, but you know what I mean. All right. Uh, one of our
2: listeners says, Joe, 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 commented on Pelosi's appearance. Thanks for the laugh. I've been thinking the same thing. Uh, what about atheists who don't believe in God? Okay, well, I don't understand that one, do you? No. Okay. Uh, They can judge, so we are all equal. Maybe that's part of it. Oh, I got you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Trump is a non-drinker because he lost a brother to alcohol. Uh, The president has now said Bolton will be allowed to testify as long as it is Michael Bolton. The singer? (laughs) The singer, right. Remember, during the hearings, he stated, I would like everyone to testify. Well, why didn't he just send them over? That was his call as the president. True enough.
1: Well, and I think the president had certain criteria. He wanted them to testify if and only if the questions were whatever he wanted them to be. I don't even know what the, you know, he was asserting that right. goal that he wanted only certain things on the table. Whenever somebody agrees to testify, they don't just show up on the appointed day. There's a lot of negotiation as to what can be covered. But it didn't matter. I think Nancy Pelosi was right. What possible difference does it make? <laughs> because we're going to impeach him anyway, so we don't need a big court fight and a lot of witnesses. We're just—it's only. Political. Uh, as uh, Stan said, it's a political farce. So let's proceed with it, get her done, and uh, send it to the Senate but at so the they same can do time. Their we'll, we'll claim part. how
2: terrible it is that the Senate isn't being impartial. Why well, yeah, did you see Chuck the Schubert's House was like, so oh, impartial. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is going to be expedited. We'll be doing this in the wee hour of the mornings. Get well, they want, they, want the, they want their grandstanding to be on primetime TV. They don't oh, want to be I in the middle it. of the night.
1: Yeah, nobody That's wants the problem.
2: It and right. uh, one of our other listeners says, rename the show
1: Joe Calls It Right. Well, I agree with that. On the mark, Joe calls it right. Are you okay, there, buddy? Is that us? Yes, my that phone an alert? is
2: ringing, and we're still on the air. Yeah. Yes.
1: Well, I'll be back tomorrow. Will you? All right, you go talk to that person. <laughs> I'm turning your mic off. Thank you, everybody, for listening. The show sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. We very much appreciate all the listener participation today. This was a blast. Let's do it tomorrow. We do not have enough momentum to go until eleven o'clock, so we turn it over uh, to the next guy, and that would be Dan Patrick. This is OK Sunbury.